Hey friend, my name is Pat Layton and this is your Permission to Pause podcast. My prayer for Permission to Pause is that it would become a quiet place that will provide you with a time, any time, between sunrise and sunset for you to step away from the hustle, to ponder a word from the Lord, maybe hear a little story, pray a simple prayer that gives you the strength you need for your journey. So this is a place to pause, to breathe, and just be with Jesus. C.S. Lewis says, In silence and meditation on the eternal truth, I hear the voice of God, which excites our hearts to greater love. And Charles Stone, in his wonderful book, Holy Noticing, teaches that between stimulus and response, there is a space. Permission to pause is that kind of space. So welcome to your permission to pause. In this particular podcast, I am going to be interviewing someone, a speaker, a writer, a leader in our in our community or in our world who will share a little bit of their own hearts and how they protect their permission to pause. So I hope you enjoy this special interview and you will find something in this discussion that'll help you and bless your day. So hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Permission to Pause. I am so excited about today's edition. I have just completed a series of repeats of the my favorite and your favorite of my podcast episodes. My podcast is only a couple of years old and I kind of refer to it a lot of times as just a hobby because uh, there's so many serious podcasters out there and so many professional, amazing podcast. But I just consider it a privilege to spend some time each week joining with my listeners and just for a moment of pause in the presence of God and just acknowledging his presence and where we are right here, right now. So I've just completed that a series of repeating some of the favorite podcasts and just in celebration of two whole years, which I never thought I'd make. So I'm so excited to be here today with my friend Katie Reed. Katie is, I don't know how long we've known each other, but off and on for quite a few years have been in the same place at the same time. And I just love your heart. So welcome, Katie, to Permission to Pause. I'm so excited to have you here. I always try to keep this time short and sweet for that listener who is just using this as a devotional time. So I'm going to allow you to tell a little bit about yourself. And I like to ask you to kind of focus and concentrate on who you are in this season of your life. Like I read your bio, I've known you for a long time. I have lots of your materials around in my own ministry office, but I know that we change seasons. I'm definitely in a different season than I was a few years ago. So would you tell our sweet listeners a little bit about yourself and what kind of season you're in right now? I'd love to, Pat. Thanks for having me on the show. 
I'm Katie Reed. I'm a, married to a pastor. We are at a small church in the middle of Michigan and uh, a small and growing church. And we have five lively children. We have launched our oldest, who is 19. And then we have- I 16. love how you say launched. Yeah, that's- <laughs> Launched. And then we have a 16-year-old son, a 15-year-old son. We adopted our fourth child, who is 10. He is also a son. And then our youngest is a girl and she is seven. And so I kind of have my hand in numerous seasons, Pat, at once. But a big change for us is I'm actually going back to teaching part-time. And so our season is shifting where our weeks will be much more disciplined and structured because of our schedule. And so that was a surprise to us all, but it's a good season. And when we were praying about it, my husband and I were like, God, is this a distraction or is this a provision? Is, you know, is, are you leading in this way or, you know, is it a detour that we're not supposed to walk down? And we felt like it was his provision. And one of the things I feel like he revealed to me, Pat, is this discipline of this schedule will actually be a blessing for your family and you guys will thrive within it. So I know it's not going to be a cakewalk, but I am looking forward to this season. And what that has meant then, Pat, is that there are things that maybe I used to be able to do that I now need to say no to. And Mm -hmm. for someone that likes to do a lot of things, who loves their to-do list, I feel like, and maybe some of that comes with age. I'm 46 now, and I feel like I'm getting wiser, hopefully, as I get older. And I've always struggled with people pleasing. So trying, I think God's taking another layer off of that, of just what do I really need to say yes to, no to, and even help to as well in this season. So that's kind of where we are. We're in the throes of parenting and also working and ministering. And we definitely need God to be strong for us and for him to guide our steps so we don't burn out. Yeah. Well, I love those words you used. I wrote that down, discipline of the season. So that is, those are really good words in terms of our faith walk, because we do change seasons. Things change like I'm an empty nester now. So that changes your whole, entire world when your kids aren't in your home and you have more time just to like in the middle of the afternoon, I can grab my Bible and my, my journal. So I love that discipline of the season. So tell me though, first of all, we didn't talk about your book, your latest book. So that is so appropriate for permission to pause and it fits right into our discussion. So tell the listeners about your book and I'm going to be putting in the show notes and the blog and everywhere how to connect with that and take take a hold of your book. But tell them a little bit about that and kind of even how that fits in with this whole thinking. Right. So I'm a firstborn girl that probably plays into why I wanted to write a book called Made Like Martha. Good news for the woman who gets things done. Because Pat, for decades, I felt guilty for being made like Martha, like Mary chose sitting at his feet and Martha was busy serving and she was irritated that people weren't helping her. I could so relate to that. But there's, you know, been books and sermons that talk about kind of how we should be more like Mary and not like Martha. And while, yes, there is not a replacement for sitting at the Lord's feet and receiving from him, we are also called to do things for him. And the biggest takeaway, one of the biggest takeaways for me that God really set me free in 
for one, it was understanding who he is and who I am in light of him, right? When we really grasp his character and our place within his family, that helps, right? But I had a striving soul and I had striving steps and God through identity in Christ, through me understanding what his role was and what my role was. Now, by his grace, I have more of a settled soul and settled steps. And the big key for me was that his grace is a gift to be received. It wasn't a prize to be earned. And I had, I knew I was saved by his grace, but then I tried to be the best wife, the best mom, the best worker. And I was exhausted and really grouchy. Performance, right? Performance, striving. Yes. The striving soul. Mm -hmm. And so when I understood like that was a gift given to me, it wasn't because I was so great or like it was kind of because I was so terrible, right? We are all in our sin, but God loved us so much, even in our sin that he extended this grace and mercy and salvation to us. Now, the goal and more of the reality is now I can work for him from rest, mm-hmm. from settledness. I might not always feel well rested, practically mm-hmm. try to work on that, but knowing I'm already loved and then working for and unto him because I'm so thankful I'm loved is different than striving and grasping and clawing for for his love that's actually already ours. And so it it might sound like a subtle subtle shift, but it made all the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was living really from an orphan spirit instead of his daughter. I was, you know, almost also like I was living like a mom, kind of a mother hen versus a daughter that can receive freely from her dad. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously a journey, but I really saw that transformation in Martha in the Bible from Luke 10, 38 through 42 to then we start looking at, you know, John 11 and John 12 and just that transformation her, she was still serving in both stories, but I believe she understood Christ's identity. He had revealed it to her and she had a settledness inside, even if her hands were busy. Yes. That's all so good. So tell me as a mom, because I know who my listeners are for the most part from feedback and communication from messages, which short bunny trail, if you are listening and you would like to communicate with me about the message, please do. There's You can find me on every place in the podcast and on the social media world. But I know that many of them are moms your age with kids, with jobs, like you're just saying, you're taking on a part-time job. So tell me in real, real life, as far as your own personal life, how has that looked in your transition with your true quiet time, with your true intimacy with the Lord, with what some people call, you know, their prayer time or their prayer chair or whatever. But I know some moms that quiet time happens waiting in a carpool line or folding clothes, or, you know, doing chores. And how has that looked in your life, Katie, that you would come to a place of having some clarity to write a book about the difference between Mary and Martha? How have you you lived that journey? Well, I think one thing for my personality, and maybe some of your listeners as well, I do need the discipline and accountability for that, because it does slip by the wayside, because I am a doer, right? So if I 
for me, it is much better if I do it from the get-go. You know, I think it's the well-watered woman online. They talk about yes. word before world. Yes. And so for me lately, I've been trying to get in the habit. I'm reading through Joshua right now. Just like, okay, Katie, before you scroll, before you start getting ready, while you're still in bed, read your next chapter in Joshua. And I don't take a, sometimes I take more longer than others, but sometimes I've read it pretty quick. But for me, it's a priority thing. I do better when I do that. But also it's easier for me to study the Bible than it is to pray. That's just some people are the opposite, right? Yeah. But so I started a moms in prayer group that meets on Fridays during the school year, because I knew if I have to be somewhere to show up with other people to pray, I will pray. Good. I couldn't count on myself to just faithfully do that, which is kind of embarrassing to admit, but it's just the reality. I do much better when there is a structured thing for me. And of course, and, and I need- accountability, like you're saying, it is a level of accountability just to have other friends and other women that are going to be there when you get there. Right. The other thing is a friend of mine from that group gave me a little perpetual calendar and it's the power of a praying parent. And so it has either a scripture or a prayer. And so as I'm get- frantically getting ready in the morning, right, sometimes slowly, sometimes frantically, I turn that next calendar and it focuses my thought even for a moment on being intentional to pray and think about my kids. And so those kind of processes help me. But I also think, like you said, busy women, it's like it can be on the go, listening to worship music. You're driving somewhere, being prayerful that way with this new job I have. It's quite a drive. And God said on the way there, it's you and me time. On the way back, you can listen to your podcast or do something like that. But he said, that's our time. I'm carving it out. And that's just kind of how my brain works. That's good. I'm I'm sure so many listeners can identify with that, with just and not, and just being released from the guilt of how things are supposed to look, you know, the kind of the good girl Christian, this is what you're supposed to do. And I think being relieved from those kinds of things just gives us so much more freedom just to really enjoy the presence of God. And And one of the things we talk about on the podcast is just really acknowledging his presence right where we are, what we're doing. He is here. So um, that's uh, it's important to think about that too in in the middle of the hustle. Yeah, one other phrase God gave me as I was writing made like Martha that really helped me is He said, "Katie, you've forgotten that like I live in the home of your heart, Amen. and so I'm family to enjoy. I'm not company to impress." Oh, gosh, and for me, good. it was so freeing because I would look at Him as a duty. Yes. Right. I, I have to versus a get to yes. and even prayer and Bible study like that, too. Like he has so much. It's like his word is this lavish spread of food. Yes. Right. To nourish us, to bless us. But we can look at it like it's moldy toast and, you yeah, know, exactly. whatever. Yes. And it's like he's given it as a gift. Yes. 
and a guidebook. And there's stern words in there, but that's because he loves us. He's a fierce father, fiercely loves us, right? And so just if our kid was running out on the road, we'd say, stop, right? Sometimes his words sound like that, but they're from a place of love and protection. And so just really the idea of delighting in him makes spending time with him so much better. Yes. I know. I have a little sticky right here in my she shed that you can see that says, I get to do this. And those words mean so much to me in terms of ministry and the things that I do, the writing, speaking, whatever, I get to do this. But what you were just saying, the mentality of thinking of our time with the Lord, of not as a have to or a burden or another thing on our checklist, but I get to do this. I get to sit quietly for five minutes in a rocking chair. And like you mentioned, worship music sometimes will just soothe us in his presence. And so those are good, Katie. I know that my listeners are going to be excited about reading your book, the ones that haven't already. I hope they have and that they will. So I'm so, I loved how too, that you refer to yourself as a firstborn overachiever, because <laughs> that's me. I have three younger sisters and we do. That's how we're born. That's how we're, you know, our personality type. And it's, learning to appreciate that and bring it into the presence of God, just as we are, that we do not have to be someone different or be somebody else that we see how they do it or what their prayer life or, or, you know, quiet time looks like. So it's so good. This is good stuff. So, okay, before we leave, I want you to share with me, if you would, what advice would you have in this season of your life and the way you're doing it now? I think it's so cool that we're talking now, just as you are really kind of about to change seasons. If you're taking on a new part-time job and there's going to be an adjustment coming of coming out of one way of, you know, living your life and your world and going into another one. So how would you recommend? I know school's about to start for some moms, um, transitions about schedules. I just had a coffee date with one the other day who's been with her kids all summer and she's grieving about how, okay, here they're going back to school and I'm going back to work and things are, so how are you, what advice would you give just for this season of life? What advice would you give yourself, Katie, for as you're stepping into a new season? What reminder? Well, I think staying grounded in the word, right? That being our foundation, but also taking advantage, not that we have to do this all the time, but when I'm riding with my kids in the minivan, you know, talking about, hey, what's God teaching you? Using those on the go times to connect and bringing your kids into your faith, right? That it's not something you do just over here, right? You need that, but it's, it's as a family too. Like even look at that amazing sunset God did or what's a high and low, you know, because I think sometimes as women, we try to compartmentalize some of it a little Mm -hmm. too much Mm -hmm. where it's kind of meshed together. And, you know, your kid could say something that like really helps you understand God in a, in a better way too. Or ask a question, right? Yes. (laughs) question that you have to think about. And it's true with your marriage also that just having God discussions in when you're talking about finances or vacations or things that are going on in your home, how God fits into that and where he is in that discussion. I love that because we don't think of it. You think, okay, well, that's not my prayer chair. That's not my journal. You know, this is not my scripture of the day, but this is in my life. 
of how does God direct me in this? What's he speaking? What's he showing us? I love that. Really yeah. good. Good, good. And I think the last thing be let yourself off the hook a little bit, right? I think, like you said, we can look at, well, so-and-so does this and so-and-so does that to be like, God, I want more of you in our family. Would your Holy Spirit guide us in what that could look like? Again, instead of in, those in this season, what is this look season. like, Lord, in this season? That's right. right. That's yeah. good. That's so good. Katie, thank you for coming on Permission to Pause. I'm so excited. Like I said, just coming out of anniversary. I know you've had your podcast. Tell them the name of your podcast. Yeah, it's called The Martha and Mary Show. And we're excited you have to come over and hear Pat. We're getting ready to interview her very soon. And we just have productive and meaningful conversations, whether you're wired like Mary or like Martha. Yeah, well, I know I learned so much from podcasts just in my running errands or going or walking or whatever. And I, I'm sure that the one, you know, I know I love yours and the I love the atmo- the upbeat and the atmosphere that you present. So thank you for being with us. And so listeners, just remember that you can always find me on my website at patlayton.net. I have a blog post that relates to every issue or every episode of Permission to Pause. It kind of goes a little deeper and also free materials on my website under resources that we call a deeper dive for Permission to Pause. So thank you for joining me and Miss Katie, I'm so glad to have you and I look forward to seeing you next time. See you later.